Before we get into the show, I just wanted to take a minute to thank all of the regular listeners. As we come into the end of 2023, I've taken stock of what I need to be doing in 2024, and that includes going down to one episode a week. Although I do love having the conversations and sharing them with everyone, Right now, my time and focus is being called somewhere else. So starting this week, I'm only going to be releasing one episode per week. It's going to be coming out on Thursdays at the normal time. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. And I hope that you continue to find value in the content that's being created. Have a wonderful holiday season, and I wish you all the best in 2024. Welcome to Changing the Channel with Joe Garner, a show about shifting our individual and collective beliefs on what is possible for the future of humanity. As our understanding of how our reality continues to shift, we are at a point of reunification between science and spirituality. What does the world look like when we break free from the generational trauma that has kept most humans playing small for thousands of years and step into our full power as the co-creators of this reality? I always ask that you keep an open mind with this podcast. Ask yourself what resonates with my truth at this time and what does not. Respect your intuition, but see if you can get through the whole show because there might be that little nugget buried deep in the conversation that unlocks something for you. Welcome everyone back to Changing the Channel. I have Andrea Mai here today. She is a words and symbols explorer, founder of Writers Writers of Light and the Pure Light Project podcast and coming soon the pure light bookshop where she and other writers of light will be spotlighted so welcome to the show andrea thanks for coming on oh joe thank you so much for having me on uh this is a a bright spot in the week for me so thank you very much beautiful i love that yeah you said you were working on your deck earlier so i'm glad we could take a little break and have a a thoughtful conversation in the middle of a um you know project that you're working on <laughs> the, the the tail end of a two and a half week project yes so now this is beautiful i've actually been kind of dialed out of everything in a little bit of a retreat space just tuned out of uh online for the last three or four weeks and really so this is really wonderful i feel fresh and ready to 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 hang out with you and have this conversation so Beautiful. Well, let's get right into it. Um, Give us a little background of your journey to where you're at. Where did it start? Where did, you know, what were kind of the major milestones and what are you offering to the world right now? Beautiful. Yes. Um, So really, my whole life has been um, sort of on a spiritual quest, a spiritual journey around age 12. I really started to have this deep experience of beyond this body. I didn't really know, you know, what to do with it. And but I I started checking out books from the library. This was in the 80s, you know, and uh and encountered a book called Houston Smith's uh, I think it was called The Book of World Religions or something like that. That was about as broad as you could get in the little tiny town that, well, it wasn't even a town that I lived in at that time. Um, and 
So that book really was like this opening things I didn't understand, you know, they were writing it, but some part of me really like got it, you know, even though maybe cognitively I couldn't grasp all the, what is the Tao, you know? Um, so, and then fast forward, you know, I've been basically through a number of, um, really deep spiritual transformations, communities. I, I spent time in theology, in a theology program, in a progressive Christian community, you know, preparing to go into ministry. Uh, but I was a, a, a Buddhist trying to fit into that box and then uh, undid that like what I went in, I understood the consciousness of Christ. I understood the love. I just couldn't squeeze everything into a little tight box. And so I spent a lot of time in, in Buddhist communities. Uh, there again, kind of stepping into leadership roles and helping just facilitate space for people to start to go deeper with themselves. And understand the mind and the heart and how it all connects. And and yeah, I had a lot of fun along the way. I made I um, the last four or five years I had stepped away from organized communities and really have been on a solo sort of trajectory. And then I I'd never expected the whole world to be coming along for this ride. So when things really started, like that was mind blowing to me and so beautiful because my heart had always had this like vision of what is possible for us if people could just see beyond you know uh what was presented and so so it's been really interesting i've gone down a lot of different avenues and um basically it's just continued to build i write about it i teach about it you know, I create a lot of videos and podcasts around my my path has always been live deeply, understand it, and then do my best to express or explain what I understand, you know, in some form, whether it's books or or blogs or whatever. Um, and in that, I I had always been um deeply connected to to spirit to source and my prayers were quiet i did a lot of what i didn't know was healing work you know but people would say andrea your prayers are so strong you know and whether i spoke or it was just my presence and so when i encountered quantum healing that was a whole like another that it felt amazing to come into that because it felt like somebody had identified what was the thing I was doing. And mm. so so that was really a wonderful opening about four years ago. And I don't know why my Word document is suddenly opening up on my page. <laughs> well, excuse me a moment. It was meant to be. <laughs> it wants me to write. <laughs> um, and so I, I went down that, and I've worked with a lot of people in two forms, um, either writers trying to communicate their message, 
people who aren't writers but want to share in books or other ways, you know, through writing. And then I've done a lot of transformational um, healing and coaching work with with people often around both matters of the heart and physical. Um, what I'm doing right now, it's an interesting time to be Andrea, honestly. I have basically spent 2023 deconstructing my entire life. And so um, I'm just now beginning to, to, because everything that wasn't useful had to be stripped away. Everything that wasn't of the frequency at which I want to live my life had to just literally be let go uh, um, in very intentionally. And so um, that's looked a little bit like maybe I'm standing still, but really I'm not. It's just a lot of behind the scenes and inner work. And I think a lot of people are going through that. So um, this is not unique to me. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so right now I'm just gearing up to to come back with, um, I've got a new book coming out uh, called The Calm Way and beginning to work again with people um, in interesting ways. So, Finally, a place for listeners to gather and share. Join the Ascension Update Substack for messages and updates from our brothers and sisters helping with the Ascension, articles on the future of humanity, and a Q&A where you can ask my guides anything you would like. This is the hub for everything Ascension related. Click the link in the show notes or go to joegarner.substack.com to stay at the leading edge of this movement. And now, back to the show. Yeah, yeah. And I like that. I like that you say, you know, it's stillness, but there's still, it's kind of like the, um, you know, caterpillar in the cocoon. You know, the cocoon is very still, but there's a lot of stuff going on on the inside there. And yeah. And at some point, it it breaks free and it's now this new, more beautiful thing. And And kind of to highlight, you know, you've been on a spiritual journey since you were 12. 13 years old, you've had many iterations. Like, yeah. I think some people, especially, you know, for me, this is my first uh, transformation period in my life. Some people kind of get caught up in that, in that idea that, okay, you know, I did the transformation. I, I, I've achieved it and I'm here, I'm done. Like I'm ready to, I'm ready to just relax, sit back and, and enjoy this new understanding. And I think you can probably speak to the fact that it, it, it's never over. It's never I mean, done. There, there's never an ending. And what I've found is that the you you do get to that point, and there's like this beautiful sort of resting in this bliss for a little while, or what feels like bliss because you've kind of been working at it, you know. Or some people, it's just literally this epiphany moment, you know. And I think that's. I think there's like the aha moment when you first have that experience of sort of the veil dissolves in front of your eyes somehow, whatever you identify the veil as or with. But yeah, it never ends. I mean, I I had to be really humble this year because I realized that um I had been on this path for so long, been part of many things, often still felt 
in communities where we would talk about enlightenment and awakening, right? You you never were actually supposed to have that. Nobody was awake. You know, that was a thing you aspired to. And then to recognize that, no, I really am awake to whatever that means to the individual, right? Um, and that you have seen, there there comes this loneliness inside of that for a long time. And so that was what was so like amazing when all of a sudden just this, I'd been waiting my whole life for this huge uprising uh, of people to start talking about this openly. And it, it never ends because as soon as you get to a point where you're comfortable, confident, um, you begin to get stale uh new things arise and it's it's actually very beautiful it, i am this year has, like i said this year has been the most granular experience I, you know i've spent my whole life processing releasing letting go only to find out just in this last few weeks that i was so attached to letting go that i forgot to live mm-hmm. i had come to a point of deep it wasn't despair, but a very flat space because I had forgotten how to actually find excitement, you know. Um, and so, yeah, we are never done. Um, yeah, it's it's a lifelong, uh, eternal journey, really. I mean, you know, you have you have these um short iterations of physical existence and you know you're learning lessons at the soul level and as that soul begins to progress it it moves up into you know the oversoul and it continues its journey as well and even when you get back to source when you get back to the totality of the consciousness of the universe it just starts back over there's another wave there's another level after that and it just continues all the way up and that uh, that is what eternal means it there is no end there's no beginning no end so it's it's always just a a a journey and you take it as it comes right you take it as as it shows up for you exactly yeah i think the best you know i know probably a lot of your audience come from all kinds of backgrounds but if if you're trying to understand eternity the uh and both and the conversation of both and or always and never check out the heart sutra um that is absolutely the most beautiful contemplation um that kind of taught just really brings it all in you know mm-hmm. so so you've made a a couple mentions now of you know the excitement of other people waking up around you um Let's get a little bit into that. Like, what yeah. what do you see in the collective? What do you see happening right now? What are the positives? What are maybe what are framed as negative uh, experiences? And how do you see those all playing together as the consciousness of the planet continues to shift? Yeah, it's it's really beautiful um, to witness. It's even like now versus a year ago. What has happened is um, a little bit of a, you know, there was sort of this first wave of like mass um, 
awakening happening around 2019, 2020, right? It was starting to really bubble up. It went from like 1% to 5%, which is Mm -hmm. enormous, right? And now maybe we're at like 7 or 8 or 10%, you know, but uh, of the collective, like being beyond that like initial birthing right that right there's um a little bit more stability coming in conversations are happening like i i love eavesdropping in public mm-hmm. i love to go and listen and i always have you know and the conversations i hear now are so different from what i heard a year ago 5 years ago what i see is even those who, whether they are consciously, intentionally talking about things uh, of the heart, of the spirit, just there's this this beautiful um, shift happening in how people talk to each other, how people show up. It's not everywhere by any stretch, but when you look around, and I would say it's I'm just as likely to witness something really higher um, frequency than something you know low. And so, how it's playing out, I have I think the good fortune to be talking with people in a lot of different spaces, a lot of different um, you know industries or or places on the planet. And so I get to, I kind of have my ear to the ground listening to what's happening. And there's like all of these advances happening in, um, in technologies that are going to really transform. But what's beautiful is like the people, the hearts behind these projects Hmm. is a completely different conversation than it would have been five years ago. Um, there are, it's very heart centered. It's, and it's not heart centered in the way of I'm going to save, you know, like this savior mentality or the, um, it's very collaborative. It's very, mm, there's just this really, it's a thing that's beyond words. It feels like when you're, when you're floating up together right it's this rising um and there's not as much room for the egoic trips to come in and play because people really are ready like there's enough people really ready to make powerful shifts um across the whole thing you know Mm -hmm. so anyways that's what i've witnessed um yeah that's that's fascinating and and you know kind of see that i think i think a lot of people are experiencing this they're experiencing this this kind of new paradigm of of heart-centered business heart-centered um actions from people and maybe they don't see it consciously maybe they're just like it's in their unconscious mind oh that was actually a really nice conversation that i just had but they're just not really fully conscious of of this shift in the consciousness that's happening on the planet but i i think as you become more conscious and more aware of of 
what's happening, where we're at in this transition in humanity, you really do start to see it everywhere in the world, even even at you know some of the higher levels of these traditionally top-down authoritarian um, uh, systems that have been created. You know, you do start to see some some very high up businesses that uh, I was talking with a sustainability um, uh, consultant the other day, and and she was basically saying how you know even companies like Walmart, Stee. Maybe they see it be through a lens of, you know, if we end up destroying the world, then we can't make any more profit. But they're actually seeing how it benefits everyone on the planet to A, make sustainable choices, B, empower their employees to make better decisions, and C, you know, that a distraught humanity is not a very good um, consumer humanity, right? And And again... You can't really judge the lens that they're looking at it because they're unconscious of the shift that's happening, but it's happening in them as well. And and they're they're paying attention to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, I think it used to be there used to be um, this very, you know, right or wrong, very righteous and righteous indignation. Sort of this is how we do things. This We've got to fight. We've got to we've got to battle for things to be fixed, to be right. And if there's battle, there's battle, you know, it's, it's, it's division instead of, instead of union, Uh, you know, um, I've got to trample the other people in order to get my way. And it didn't matter if you were looking at, you know, the political arena, which I have nothing to do with, you know, anymore, or, you know, or in business, um, or in even in you know, the way, the way like little kids um, would talk to each other and treat each other. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you know it's funny. I really don't pay much attention, but I always got such a kick out of, uh, you know, the the concept of. I was thinking about this the other day. Somebody gave me I don't really do sporting events but once a year somebody gives me a ticket to something and and I was watching this professional soccer game and it was like there was people all around me still just being like you know the way people have always been and I was thinking about all the little kids who you know get like the gold stars for just showing up right and we there were generations my generation and the one after like really made fun of that you know of, oh, they just showed up. But how beautiful is that, that you can just show up and you can play, you know, and have a good time. And so there's was this really weird dichotomy of having these people shouting really rude things, uh, at least to my way of thinking. And then there was a parent, uh, a mother and father who had brought in, who had brought their child with, and the baby was probably about nine months. And this little light baby was the chillest most beautiful soul just sitting right next to me and i spent most of the soccer game just like communicating and hanging out with this little baby it was beautiful like it's everywhere you know a lot of those old habits and patterns that you see in the public arena are just habits and patterns that people haven't realized can be different and they can still have a good time 
you know? Yeah. And, and I think people are, you know, they're experiencing the, the other side of uh, what it feels like to not be just commanded by your, you know, egoic pursuits, your, um, what, what brings you, you know, very short-term joy, but you know, long-term, you know, a lacking sense of fulfillment in, in your life. And, um, it seems to be happening earlier and earlier and earlier as well. I mean, with my generation, I I think there's a lot of people who are experiencing that in their mid thirties, early thirties, even in their twenties, they're experiencing this like deep unfulfillment with the way that they've been told they need to live. And they're making decisions and choices and they're changing the way that they're living and they're they're really coming into a um a way of life that is suited for them specifically not suited for whoever designed the system that they kind of grew up into and you know i'm sure this happens on a regular basis throughout all of history but it it does feel different this time it feels like this is Instead of just changing the system, we're we're changing the people that are in the system. That that yeah. the people are shifting their perspectives and how they view reality. Um, and and again, just the the incredible amount of resurgence of spiritual um, uh, content that is out there that's being reframed as spiritual content. So like Eckhart Tolle and and some of those guys, you know, basically reframing old Buddhist or Ayurvedic um, practices and and putting it out and then selling, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of books because there's a thirst for it. There's a want for that kind of knowledge. Um, And then, you know, people like Tony Robbins who are teaching people how to take back their power, how to really find their purpose and dive into who they were meant to be you know, they're, they're finding that this massive commercial success and, and it, yeah. it, it's incredible to kind of see across the world, all of those things happening. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it, what's interesting. So I've watched the world of, let's just call it say communications, right? Um, I've always been a writer. And so I studied a lot of things like copywriting and the info marketing sort of industry. And it was so gross, like even before, like it was so gross. And what's so much fun now is to see like even that, like it's shifting, right? And it's, uh, we get to show up a little bit more with our heart, with our story, not with the schlock, you know. Uh, it's it's invited i think the the consumers are just ready uh, that word right consumers like we're ready to see people as people and um i don't know i i there's still a lot that will change by a lot you know but it is beautiful that more people i love that more people are really starting to come in uh, people who you know they talk about waking up in the last 2 3 4 years you know and there just is this it's like when you watch a baby learning to walk 
it, it gets the idea. It's like, oh, I've got to go from here to there, but they've got little wobbly, rubbery legs, right? And and now it's like watching. And it'd be, it's so quantum, right? The stuff that would take 20 years, 30 years, lifetimes can happen inside a space of three or four years, you know, in terms of maturity, in terms mm -hmm. of um, being comfortable with what you're seeing you know, holding space for things to be coming down and rising up, like that's a lot. That, that's a level of mastery that that masters have pretty much just been able to talk about in a slow, steady way for hundreds, maybe thousands of years. And now we're at this time, you know, and so you they would work with with students or whatever, you know, for years or, or a lifetime and right. people would not have as much exponential shift as you can have in a very short time now because of all the stuff, you know? Right. Yeah. Not only the physical technologies that exist, the internet, the, you know, de democratization of information, all of that stuff that exists, but also, you know, and, and a lot of people don't, necessarily talk about it out in the open, but there's a massive amount of energies that are here helping this transition as yeah. well. You know, yeah. uh, you call them angels, call them extraterrestrials, call them whatever you want, however you want to conceptualize this information, but they're all here. They're all helping. They're all benevolent. They're all, they all want to see us make this jump to be, you know, the sixth species of enlightenment, you know, this, this sixth species in the galaxy that makes this jump, that makes this quantum leap from separation consciousness to unified consciousness and we do it in a way that um you know we don't have to blow up half the population uh to make that quantum leap like we we all make this transition and that's that's what it feels like right now and and just feeling this energy and and you know the energy of the eclipses that we just uh we're almost through um you know you you can it's it's a palpable feeling that that people yeah. even even people that aren't necessarily on their journey, they can feel that as well. And they're starting to react and, and feel into it um, even a little bit more. And and yeah, just the the speed. Again, I my awakening moment was in 2021. And in 18 months, I, you know, uh, I had kind of figured a whole lot of things out that probably if I was alive 300 or 400 years ago, I would have had to have bumped into the right person and then um, you know, made an impression on them and maybe they would have taken me under their wing and we would have had a, a two or, you know, five or 10 year apprenticeship. Um, and it took, it took me 18 months to like find information, figure out what I needed. You know, again, I worked very well. I was meditating at the time. I still meditate every single day, but I was meditating every single day. I was making sure that I was listening to um, I actually put it in my calendar, listen for the gifts from the universe like that, that showed up twice a day in my, uh, Google calendar so that I was paying attention. Like, oh, that conversation that I had in the, in the grocery store, like how amazing was that? It wasn't just this unconscious, you know, cool feeling. It was, it was, I was consciously aware of what was coming into my life. What was, what was being guided towards me. 
And yeah, it, it's amazing to see. And I'm excited for more and more people. And that's kind of, you know, uh, I, I hope that this podcast turns into like a little bit of a guiding light, a little bit of a way. And I'm sure with your podcast and, um, uh, you know, all the writings that you're doing, it's it's just trying to show and share your perspective, a, a little bit of a guidepost or a light for people to, as they go down their journey. Um, and you also, I, I'm seeing it and feeling it in the spiritual community as well that, you know, it, it really felt like when I was coming through, there was a lot of ego involved in that spiritual community that that there were a lot of people that were like, I am here to help as many people as I can. And without me, uh, you know, we might not make it through this period in humanity. Um, but even those people are starting to really mature and come into their their, you know, mature spiritual being. Yeah, uh, which is great to see. And and again, yeah, it's just allowing people to um, light their light from your light instead of you trying to light everybody else's light. Oh, I love that. That's a beautiful way to look at it. I really like that. Wow. Yeah. So it's been, oh. uh, it, it's very cool to see. And um, yeah, the, go ahead. You know, and it's, I really want to encourage people to understand, to really know that it's okay wherever you are in your path. Like, however you come to your experience of, of greater awareness, however you, it, it, there used to be this, you know, real, I mean, and this was just a few years ago and kind of to what you're talking about this, this ego inside spiritual communities. I've been in part of a lot of them, you know, really deeply for many years. And, um, and there was always this heartache because inevitably, you know, things would go wrong, like big things would go wrong. And, you know, people just, there was never any grace or there was, there was grace and forgiveness to a point. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, we just like, we implode and people would walk away very bitter and heartbroken and angry and they would feel so lonely or whether they were felt like they were cast out or they felt like they left, you know, because it, it, something it was disgusting to them a lot of times you know and these these things are all inside of us and they they this leveling up this this transformation this ascension process however you identify with the expansion um shifting into higher states uh higher consciousness even in that, like there, like we, we are so invited to look within now because everything we're seeing, right? You, there's no, there's no pointing fingers at anybody anymore. The, the really, the only thing that any of us has to do is recognize those, those uh, experiences inside of us, you know? Anger leads to fighting, leads to 
mistrust leads to war, you know, everything you see on the greater platform. But the beauty is, is that we can really lighten up, you know, like we can, we can recognize that it is inside of us and it's inside of all of us. And um, that's where like this grace and this compassion that is, it's just nice to know that, that somebody out there understands. And so we don't have to be big shots. Mm-hmm. We don't, we can, um, we don't have to know everything in order to, to smile at someone and say a kind word or a true word as we experience it. And then when you're having a day, when my, I've been having a lot of probably what I'd call cranky days lately, mm-hmm. you know? Um, well, I did during this year. And then some days of feeling like, well, I, I don't even, I don't even have a clue anymore. It's, this is so beyond the scope of, and like, I've, I've had a pretty big scope and this is greater and more wonderful. But in that, like, you really are called into the depths of the depths of the depths in order to go to the heights. You have to let go, let go, let go. And so all I guess I want to say is that just be be really gentle with yourself and en- and enjoy it and remember to laugh along the way because I think on the, those friends that you talk about those beautiful angels and spirits that are here with us they're like they're on the other side sometimes do you ever hear a giggle Joe right like just this mm-hmm. like random giggle or this like like I have a lot of chimes and gongs and I'll I'll sometimes when I get really I don't know, focused in a way that doesn't feel pleasant for me, all of a sudden, like, they'll tinkle, 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 you know, and it'll be something funny. Um, and you'll remember to laugh. I don't know. Anyways, I felt like I, I really want to encourage people because you can get really, really serious. <laughs> you can, yeah. You can get very serious. And, and it's part of it, you know. But, yeah, it's part of the it's part of the evolution that you go through. It's just like, you know. Uh, for some people, 10th grade is very difficult because there's, you know, a couple new courses or something like that, or it's a new experience than freshman year. And, you know, that's that's the process that we're all going through. We're going through this school of ascension. And for some, we've done this before. We've been here before. We understand what the ascension process, if if we tune into, you know, our our higher self, our true self, if we tune into the body, we've done this before. We've all done this before. And for some of us, you know, it, this might be a new experience. They've never, they've never experienced this ascension of, of consciousness on a, on a planet wide basis. And they have some fun lessons to learn. And, and if, as long as you continue to look at them as lessons, just like, you know, the, the difficult parts in life are just lessons that are teaching you how to, to move to that next level, you know, it's bearable. It's a, you're able to take on those lessons and, and enjoy them instead of feeling like this is the end of the world. This is like everything's collapsing. We're falling apart. You know, um, it's just lessons in, in the collective, in the in the individual uh, lessons to be experienced. Yeah, I like to look at I like to sometimes I think there's a point at which lessons is really meaningful pe- for people. Um Sometimes that has like we carry a lot of you know angst in the body around that or in the soul, but um looking at it as experiments 
or invitations can be really helpful, right? Like you're just collecting data. Right. You know, um, at a level maybe you can't quite because you've personalized something when in fact it was just an experience, an experiment in what happens if I do this? Oh, right. But then the stories add, the stories build and build and build, and we get stuck in a loop and we've manufactured a, an identity around something. And and then later, as part of the process, we get to release it, you know, or shift it if we choose. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, Andrew, this has been a wonderful conversation. I really appreciate you sharing your perspective, your journey. Um, you know, it's a... It, a very long, uh, deep journey that you've experienced, and and um, you know, again, continuing to share it with the world, I, we really appreciate that. So, um, if anybody does want to work with you, what's the best way to find your information, get your books, anything like that? Um, well, so as I said, I'm kind of in a bit of a re reconfiguring, but right now, um, the Easiest way is either to go to purelightproject.com or I have a Substack if people are familiar with Substack and it's Andrea My Rights uh, .substack.com. <laughs> Good. So, um, and my is M A I. And so that I'm kind of shifting a lot of my material under one house at Substack. So, there's contact information there and um yeah yes substack's great i'm i'm on there as well and they do a very good job they're they're really trying to empower writers and give you know all of the um gains of the writers back to the writers and not yeah you know yeah it's a it's a pretty good platform i i always still like to it, it takes time when you have a 25 years of work to kind of try and bring it into one place. But do you have a, do you have, are you writing over there on Substack? I am. Yeah. yeah. I, I just do like a little weekly kind of newsletter thing. Um, simple stuff. Nothing crazy. Yeah. yeah. Have you put your podcast on it? Um, I tried. If you don't, um, if you don't host it on there, it, it doesn't update automatically. So I ended up, yeah. I just, I linked the podcast. If you hit podcast on my Substack, it'll take you to my podcast website instead of it being hosted on Substack. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm playing with it and so seeing how that goes and videos like putting my stuff that's on YouTube. Um I do have a lot of YouTube videos. There's actually more videos than there are audio, but um so if you look up Andrea my um on YouTube, you'll find more of the same that you would on the podcast. So perfect. But, well, I really appreciate you coming on. I love your perspective. Uh, this was a wonderful conversation. And uh, hopefully we'll be doing this again at some time. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And I think you've had, I think a couple of my, uh, my, my friends of light have uh, been on, been talking to you or about or going to as well so oh, i'm excited to, excited to see how that all ripples out 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. So, I appreciate right. it, Andrea. Have a great one. Thank you, Joe. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening to Changing the Channel with Joe Garner. If you enjoyed the show, please follow the podcast, hit the bell to know when a new show comes out, share with a friend, and rate us on whatever platform you're tuning in from. It helps get these messages out to more people to create the collective shift in reality we are here to experience. Make sure you interact with the Q&A and poll sections of the show so I can continue to provide content you enjoy. Finally, check out my website in the show notes to become a VIP of Changing the Channel and join the shift that is happening.